Hello and welcome to Get Flushed, the sanitation podcast. My name's Pete. I'm going to start today's show by saying that in a couple of weeks' time, I'll be appearing on a webinar hosted by my friends at Service Corps. They've asked me to present for 45 minutes on the trends facing portable restroom operators as we head into 2021. Now, this webinar forms part of the Service Corps Customer Success Series. I know quite a lot of the topic was covered at the recent Portable Sanitation Association virtual conference, but I've been asked to cast an independent eye on what's happening around the world that could, would and should have an impact on the way that industry operates and performs over the next 12 months. You'll be able to catch that webinar on Thursday the 10th of December between 11am and 12pm Mountain Standard Time in the US, which is 6pm on Thursday the 10th in the UK and 7am on Friday the 11th of December in New Zealand. When I partnered with Sanitrax way back at the beginning of the series, I agreed to produce and share a feature-length episode where we took a close-up view of the Sanitrax system, heard about the origins and development of Sanitrax as a company, and spoke with some of the restroom operators and event organisers that have purchased and used the system over the last 12 months. In a non-COVID world, I would have definitely travelled to the US or Europe to see Sanitrax in action in a range of situations. I've got no doubt that I'd have used those opportunities to speak with restroom operators, event organisers, venue managers and toilet goers to get some first-hand feedback on their impressions and experiences using Sanitrax modules. Obviously, Covid has had a major impact on the global events industry and international travel. Many events have been cancelled or postponed, it's very difficult to get a flight to anywhere in the world and there are very few opportunities for large crowds to gather to watch, listen, participate or support pretty much anywhere in the world. Fortunately, I've been able to talk with Dave Andres, the Business Development Manager for Sanitrax in North America. Regular listeners will be familiar with Dave. He appeared in episode 13, the seventh inning stretch, and he's been my regular mentor, critic, sounding board and guide as Get Flushed has grown over the past six months. Dave also produces his own video podcast, Follow Your Process, and he's just released episode nine. Hello, Pete. Dave, how are you? I am doing well. Welcome back to the show. Well, Pete, you know, your introduction was very generous, and it's been an honor for Sanitrax to be your first title sponsor, and we appreciate that opportunity. I enjoy listening to the episodes for their content. It's always good to hear uh, Sanitrax mentioned a couple times. We appreciate it. Thank you. It's been a real pleasure, Dave, and I know we've had a lot of off-air conversations. You've been a real help to me this year. And I think the biggest wins I've had from being part of the Sanitrax family is just the network of people that I've been able to get in touch with and the access to knowledge and information and friends. And none of that would have been possible without you. I appreciate that. And I'm really glad that that was the outcome. I've been in this industry for 30 years and I've had so many great conversations. And as you mentioned in the intro, I did start my own video podcast called Follow Your Process. Today was all about cleaning and disinfecting. This guy, Kevin Wang from Power Plus, he's been involved in every major U.S. disaster since the Exxon Valdez. And what he sought to do is just bring some of those internal expectations just to real life in solving problems. And that's really what it's about, sharing information. And that's what your podcast is doing, is it's just sharing really, really good information. It's not taking a position or a bias. 
It's just talking about all the issues. And I think that's what every port of restaurant operator needs, whether it's the owner, the driver, the customer service rep. They need to hear what other people are doing and other ideas. And that what that does is it spawns the confidence in their own ideas to go out and tackle their challenges and achieve their desired outcomes. Definitely, Dave. And I've had a lot of feedback from listeners. Ryan at Acadian Sanitation is a really good case in point where he reached out and said, hey, you've been really helpful listening to the show. He's now bought another set of toilets as a result of his work at Hurricane Laura. But he's not on his own. Yep. You know, I get dozens of messages and emails from guys all over the world who are in the sanitation business who've just said that they've enjoyed the show and it's great to be part of that community. And I'm really humbled that we've been able to achieve that. It's been a great ride so far. I'm glad you followed your hunch that you might have a good idea for this podcast because you do. It's <laughs> yeah. a really good podcast. It's been a lot of fun and I'm still enjoying doing it. But one thing I am very conscious of is that every week I say, welcome to Get Flush, supported by Sanitrax. And I've not yet in this series really given much of a lowdown on Sanitrax as a company or as a manufacturer or the products in use. And the plan has been all year to do a feature episode around about now where we actually dig a bit deeper into the Sanitrax model and talk about their story, because it's not one that I have shared really in any detail at all. Yeah, and I appreciate that. I discovered Sanitrax back in 2017 when I decided to get back into the industry. I'd been a consultant for a number of years, but I just kept hearing from all my friends who I stayed in touch with that their business was booming. I had gone through a divorce and some tough times or whatever, so I decided to go back and get a salary. And I put my hat back in the ring, and Eric DeYoung at Diamond in Southern California didn't want me working for either United Rentals or United States Services, which were the two top ones that I was speaking with. And so he introduced me to Marcel Bicker, who is the founder, owner, patent holder of Sanitrax over in Holland in Amsterdam. And so I called Marcel. We had a great conversation. I put a plan together. And at that time, he just wasn't ready. Sanitrax began in 2012, 2013, and Marcel was a portable restroom operator. And he was friends with the guys that own and run Tomorrowland, which is one of the largest festivals in Europe. And they were interested in improving the sanitation away from, say, the plastic porta johns they recognized the need, so Marcel went to work and created on his own Sanitrax, this freshwater flushing vacuum toilet system that uses porcelain bowls. Now, the interesting thing about Sanitrax, the way he designed it, is for efficiency of transportation for the portable restaurant operator. So we can move 66 feet in one trip. And I know you guys talked to Prestige Lose about this, and they're excited about it. And obviously, our biggest customer in America is Live Nation, and they're very appreciative of it. When they bring a 1,000 seats into Lollapalooza in Chicago, it's only 11 truckloads. So it's tremendously efficient to move because each Sanitrax module, which is the same size for toilets, urinals, wash basins, it all collapses in half for transportation. And, and um, you know, Dave, that is the so, rev- revolutionary aspect. I've, I've delivered toilets all over New Zealand, and I've often thought as I'm driving the trunk, the windage on a standard portable toilet is just immense because you've got two metres tall of plastic box. All you're transporting, yeah. really, is air because the, the box itself doesn't weigh very much. It's just bulky and it's empty. Right. And, and I've often thought, yeah. you know, someone needs to design a, a system that these things just fold down in half. 
And I know there are other toilet designs on the market that fold in half or fold over or bend or twist or sink down. But the Sanitrax one is really clean. And as you say, it takes up so little space, you can put three times the amount of units on the back of a flat deck truck. It's incredible. Yeah, in Europe, you can move 26 or 28 at a time. But in America, you can only move 22 on a 53-foot step deck. That is what everyone can understand is you can move 22 modules on a 53-foot step deck. We also have something that is a bit of a challenge. It's called the tech module. It's the machine that creates the vacuum and pressurizes the water for the uh, freshwater flushing. Each flush is only 0.21 gallons of flush, which compared to a regular household toilet saves 90% of the water. At Lollapalooza, there's, there's like 14 banks of toilets, and the maximum number of uses you can get out of a bank is 2,880 uses an hour. But if you were to do that every hour, it's less than 800 gallons of waste, including the human waste. So it's tremendously less volume, and in Chicago and all festivals and most applications, all of that can be connected directly to the sewer in real time. Now... That's very efficient because you don't need a portable toilet service truck overnight at the festival. So there would take eight to ten service sanitation trucks to come in and clean all the thousand plastic porta johns overnight. That's diesel emissions being saved. That's labor being saved. And basically, you don't have any mounded toilets. Every bowl is empty, fresh, and clean with every use. And with the vacuum, you don't have any odor. With COVID, it's maximum hygiene because all the human waste is under sealed vacuum from the bowl to the sewer. And even in the event that there's not a plumbed-in sewer accessible on the site, I understand from the Prestige guys, you can run a really long septic line to your tanker in the next paddock. So everything is removed sure. from the scene of the event, which is, you know, nobody wants to smell that aroma when they're at an event. Before I would recommend anyone doing that, I would also share this with your audience which is new to many, many portable restaurant operators, is there's a company out of Holland called MTD Water. And MTD Water has the contract for Cirque du Soleil around the world that uses Sanitrax and all Live Nation events and festivals, plus many other large events and festivals, the Volvo sailboat races, many golf tournaments, many festivals in Europe, where they connect all the fresh water and all the wastewater, and they use inline pumps, and they can pump it 1,500, 2,000 feet to the sewer line. So in the situation where the sewer line is not within 600 feet, which is what our limit is, which is still a good distance, I would recommend events and people to look at this MTD water solution that allows you to continue to use the sewer. Now, if you don't have that and can't get access to that, you can either use a bladder bag or you can use your own truck. The trouble with using a truck is now the truck is useless while it's being filled. I would encourage port of restaurant operators to put a value on that, but you're absolutely right. You could use the tech module to fill a vacuum truck where you could use that as basically as a holding tank. The other thing to do is just get a couple of poly holding tanks. This is what was used or going to be used at the Field of Dreams game in Iowa. The Field of Dreams game was supposed to happen in August. It was going to be the Yankees and the White Sox. COVID knocked it out, but it's going to come back around next August 21st, 2021. And they set up plastic holding tank that will receive the waste. That means you don't need to have a service truck nearby. 
the one criticism uh, that I've heard leveled about Sanitrax is that it is expensive. Yes. It is extremely expensive per seat, but it is less expensive than a restroom trailer. So if you buy eight head, ten head, you're gonna spend forty to sixty thousand dollars. So that's multiple thousands of dollars per seat. And Sanitrax is several thousand dollars a seat. It is expensive. The tech modules are sixty thousand US dollars. So like a vehicle. They're very sophisticated. They're all electronic. They're UL listed. They're all automatic. They run like a top. Live Nation has had them now for three years with virtually no maintenance and no issues. But that investment has been an obstacle to having more portable restroom operators in America adopt this solution. You're absolutely right. The one thing I would say about it, though, is that it's a quality system. I've seen the units up in Auckland at Prestige, and it looks good and it works well. So you don't get that for cheap, do you? And they're 10 to 15-year units. It's made of galvanized steel, fiberglass, porcelain bowl, it's not really the right comparison to say, well, that's more than a plastic portageon. Because the life, and, as you and, say, and the then, life expectancy is much higher. Well, here's the other kicker, which most portable restaurant operators have never dealt with, is that Live Nation decided to invest in Sanitrack because none of the portable restroom operators would offer it to them, number one. But they discovered that when they enhanced the bathroom experience for their customer, their drink sales went up by double digits. So... What Live Nation has discovered is that it pays for itself for them in less than a year. Now, it's kind of hard to imagine that a port of restaurant operator is going to become a partner with an event and share in the revenue or whatever. But if they were to shift some of their marketing and some of their relationship storytelling, that is what events are now looking for. Believe it or not, Live Nation goes around the country and they have contracts for certain artists to go into football stadiums. And they own the food and beverage that night. So that's part of their contract. So when Miley Cyrus or Billie Eilish goes into SoFi Stadium in Southern California, they are actually recommending right now that these stadiums buy Sanitrax, put them on the floor of the stadium to enhance the bathroom experience, where right now they're, putting, they're not putting trailers down there, but they're putting plastics. They're basically advocating to their strategic corporate clients to go with the Sanitrax because it's going to increase the experience for the customer. And women who have to use a plastic portage on an event don't drink and leave early. And so there is a deeper value to Sanitrax. It's just sometimes in this industry hard to change people's minds and get people to see that and adopt it. We have several people on the cusp of diving in. Carter Brightman at Rentals to Go up in Norwich, New York. Young guy. The guy's under 30 years old, but the general manager, family-run business. He was the first port of restaurant operator in America after Live Nation and deployed resources in uh, Rome, New York. They're not really a port of restaurant operator. They're more of a vent logistics company, disaster relief company, military camp company, special events, of course. Now, Carter and any other pro that would decide to do this, is actually teamed up with C3 Presents on how to deploy stuff across the country. So many people would love to do business with Live Nation, and C3 Presents is their production company, Mike Walker. He is now the director of U.S. Festival Operations, and he runs everything Sanitrax for 26 amphitheaters. He just added it to Red Hat in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, 
which is not owned by Live Nation, but was recommended to them that they need to add Santa tracks for the concerts they bring in. I, I, uh, I'm excited because as soon as we have more events, I have an open door to go to Raleigh to any event. They're so excited to have added the Santa tracks. And the women were the ones that made the decisions. And they're passionate about Santa Track. It's definitely a much more enhanced experience for a user than a standard Porter John, without a doubt. Well, and now you have the issue of open waste. Who's going to tolerate open, exposed waste? And then the added cost of cleaning, disinfecting. There are some challenges coming. My tagline is that Santa Track is maximum hygiene for COVID-19 response. And that's a good link into some of the other applications because we've spoken exclusively about the deployment of Sanitrax at events. But in every episode, I say it can be configured for use in construction, civil, military, humanitarian. The fact that you can move that many toilets on one truck and the fact that you can move them quickly, they'll fit inside a plane if you needed to ship them around the world really quickly. That gives you huge flexibility that I don't know that we've tapped into yet. Our first one that has done so is Cirque du Soleil, these big top tents that travel the world. Luzia and Amaluna and Kuzo, they travel the world with our stuff in shipping containers. The stuff comes out, it's set up in less than two hours, and it's ready to go. So that's one example of what you're describing. The other thing that we just introduced this year in the midst of COVID, the same size as our VIP Lou, which doesn't collapse, but it's the same configuration. And it's for the construction industry. It's called the construction module. It has two porcelain bowls and toilets and one sink on the outside. And everything is winterized. So you can put it in high-rise construction or anywhere in the construction site. It will withstand freezing temperatures, which then gives back, in the construction industry, they call it cycle time compression savings. So you don't have to take the high-rise units up and down the elevator three and four and five times a week. You just leave it on the floor, you connect it floor to floor with hoses down to the sewer, down to the tech unit, but once you do that once, then while they're building that high-rise construction site, they don't have to take the toilets up and down. And what construction companies have to do is they have two laborers and a freight elevator operator. So it's thousands of hours that can be saved by using the Sanitrax construction module And it's the first of its kind. It's got HVAC, so it's got heat and air conditioning, and it's freshwater flushing that then saves the portable restroom operator's customer tens of thousands of dollars. And the pros that I've worked with and I continue to work with, when they walk into the construction company and say, listen, this is expensive stuff. We're going to invest in it. Would you mind giving us a three-year all-jobs purchase order? The construction companies say, if you're going to save me that kind of money, absolutely we'll give you that commitment. There are investments that need to be made. Now, the other thing that I'm pleased to announce is we now have a financing arm where a pro with good credit could end up financing no money out of pocket, all the soft costs, all the hard costs, on a 60-month lease. All he needs to be generating per seat per 28 days currently is $411, just over $400 to cover the lease payment. Now, any pro listening to this, knows that their high-rises on job sites are not only an increased service due to COVID, but they're generating two and three times that in revenue per 28 days. So we're excited. We have several early adopters that will be making some decisions here before the end of the year, and then we go into production and we get them over here. So, yes, Sanitrax is not sitting back and sort of falling by the wayside during COVID. We're continuing to innovate, continuing to believe in our product, 
And quite frankly, Soundtrack is going to be taken across the globe with Live Nation. It's going to go to all European festivals and amphitheaters. They're adding two or three amphitheaters this year already, and then it'll just continue. And the event work will come back without a shadow of a doubt. So it's good to know that Sanitrax has positioned itself to take advantage of that. And the thing with events coming back, I heard a statistic that Live Nation is going to be doing anywhere between sixty to 90,000 rapid tests for their events to make sure that before you enter, you do not have COVID. So increased rapid testing plus the vaccine is what's going to release the trigger to let these events happen again. And then I think every pro listening understands that increased hygiene, social distancing, more sinks, it's what every event organizer is talking about. And it's here um, to stay. So, that even if everyone was yeah. vaccinated tomorrow, all of those things, the increased hand washing, the social distancing, that's all here to stay. It's not going away just because we found vaccines no. and we can gather or whatever. We're all going to be cleaner and more tidy because we want to feel confident that we're not going to get sick. It makes sense to me. Talking with Jack Sim last week, he's convinced that the world needs to change its toilet habits. And we had a good conversation about wipers against washers. His gold standard for toilet hygiene was the Japanese experience. He said that Japanese toilets in particular are much cleaner than anywhere else in the world, that the Japanese have just got their head around toilet hygiene. And I I think the rest of the world is waking up to that. And we'll see products like Sanitrax, which really do offer the user a cleaner experience, and there's no exposed yep. waste, as you've said. It, it's going to gain traction. And companies that adopt, they always say, don't they, first in is the winner. I've been at this for a while. Joined Mr. John on actually April Fool's Day, 1997. And when I got to Mr. John, they were doing about $8 million in toilets, two yards. I tend to be a little bit enthusiastic and a passion guy. And, and, and if I believe in something, I just go to work and grind. And we ended up, growing that business. We bought a thousand plastic porta johns a summer for seven straight summers growing the business. Now that's just business development, professional salespeople, processes. We wrote a playbook together. So I'm very familiar with the grind of rolling the rocks up the hills. I will tell you that in the 30 years I've been doing this, this freshwater flushing, better sanitation dynamic, it means that sanitation was proven to be effective making women customers happier. I could bore you to death with all the compliments we get. There's no wait lines at any amphitheater or any Live Nation festival. No wait lines. Because they've added more bathrooms that are cleaner. And now, guess what? With COVID, you can't have any wait lines. No, you can't. We're talking to stadiums that typically have long urinal lines and everything else. Sanitrax can just slot right in it can add the seats in the urinals, and you can get to zero wait lines. And we'd love to talk to anyone about that because it is an actual real provable solution with a very, very good story that has shown that they can achieve those outcomes. And they were doing that for their own internal reasons before COVID. And now with COVID, it is a priority. I'd just like to shift focus a little bit and look at Sanitrax from the operator's perspective because the biggest difference that I saw when I was at Prestige was that you can't lift these things manually. With your plastic port loose you can roll them off the truck, move them on a trolley and manhandle them into place. Sanitrax modules are quite hefty because of the galvanised frame and the porcelain tank. So the equipment requirement for the operator is a little bit different, isn't it, Dave? Well, it is. It's an absolute fact. But every portable restaurant operator I know has a forklift in their yard, right? And when you get to the site, 
there's tons of forklift at the festival and the event. Now, most portable restroom operators don't have 53-foot step-deck trailers. Those are easily accessible. I guess you have to have a lot of them. Carter Brightman has added a couple just because he's got so much equipment that he's just going to move it himself rather than hire that out to somebody else. But you can hire it out. There's plenty of those people. For instance, T3 Presents doesn't move any of their own equipment. They just hire that out. Robert Clark is the guy that handles all their transportation across America. I've referred him to, I can't tell you, tons of people already, because that's typically what I do. If I find a good resource, I share it. That's actually the beauty of the Sanitrex modules, Dave, that they are easy to use, albeit you need heavier equipment. And that's actually safer yeah. for the operator. I had the same conversation with Guy Smith from Hyrule. Hold on, I've got a jet flying over. <laughs> It'll be one of two in Problem. New Zealand today. I'll just let him clear. <laughs> He's just he, flying over. <laughs> he heard us talking. He's coming around to listen. <laughs> okay, so I had the same conversation with Guy Smith at Hyrule, who's got heavy metal base toilets, and he's got a crane on each of his trucks, and he lifts the toilets on and off. There's no manual handling, and they don't suffer workplace injuries as a result of shifting toilets exactly. that weigh 80, 90 kilos. And the benefit of Sanitrex is that you can actually outsource it because they're modular, they slot together, they stack on the truck. You don't need a specialist freight company to move them. You just need a company with a big flat deck truck. You're absolutely right. And then Marcel told me a story of when he set them up at an exhibition in the States and he jumped in a forklift and unloaded and loaded them himself. And they're very straightforward to set up in a line and hook together. It's not an arduous job. It's not a difficult job. And the app that the boys in Prestige showed me, the app makes it much easier because you can pre-plan the setup before you even leave the depot. Yes. We have a mobile app that is tremendous for everyone that uses it. You can design the whole layout. It's all 3D. You can actually wear goggles and walk through it if you want. And then each module is designed exactly the same way. So once the forklift operator in the yard gets used to it, you would be amazed to watch two guys offload semis within minutes. It's like muscle memory. When you learn how to do it, you just repeat it. And it is way more efficient. And that's one of the things that they're impressed with is that they used to take all this time to get everything set up and all these people. And we're part of Green Nation, which is a way to to have more sustainable festivals and so forth. And they're tracking the savings in less diesel emissions, less time spent. And they're going to be publicizing this next year, sort of on a dashboard about how much they're contributing to the environment because of Sanitrax and because of these savings. They're all great savings, and there's a real cost saving to every one of those aspects. Yes, but the struggle in America right now is that every portable restaurant operator is flat out busy, and they're all making good money, they're all being essential workers. And when you're in that situation, it's really difficult sometimes to get people's attention, get their time, and get them to do something new and different. Because they're just struggling to have enough sinks, enough toilets, enough men, enough trucks, enough trailers. And so we still have more work to do. As good as it all sounds, as good as it all is, it's going to take a little bit of time. My concern for the Port of Restroom operators is they may not like it that Live Nation now owns and operates their own toilets. Well, I would say that's because it took them so long to adopt. So you have organizations like AEG. If the portable restroom operators don't have this inventory available to offer, they're sort of writing themselves out of the equation. And financially, it is more expensive, but it pays for itself in the value. 
sometimes that's really hard in an industry as old as this is to get people to change their minds. Well, we're starting to see that here, that we've got building companies are buying their own toilets. They're fed up of leasing them or hiring them, renting them, and they're fed up of being let down repeatedly on service. So they're starting to invest in their own plant. As a restroom operator, you definitely don't want to see that. But that's the threat, I think, with your construction module, that a large-scale project management company that's building two or three skyscrapers might decide that it's more cost-effective for them to buy the modules themselves because once they're in place, you don't actually need any technical staff and you don't actually need any technical skill to keep those units operating, do you? No, you don't, and you bring up a very good point. I'm in conversation with a large, large high-rise construction company right now who, when I said the local port of restaurant operators are not so quick to adopt, they're like, well, listen, we have a supply company. Why don't we just have our supply company buy them and we'll rent them from them? I'm like, that's doable. As an industry professional for 30 years, that's like a shift that I'm not necessarily so comfortable with. I want to preserve the portable restaurant operator as the one who rents the unit. I don't want to see that happen. That could be a significant shift in the industry, and I don't know where it's going to go. And at the end of the day, nothing matters until you sell something, right? So I'm under some personal pressure in America do I entertain those conversations or do I continue to try to convince some of the larger operators well, to it, adopt it's a, track? It's a real looming issue for the industry, Dave, and you've already set a precedent because your major events company has bought units themselves and the construction companies will be looking at that and thinking if Live Nation can do it and they've effectively made their PROs redundant, they've taken it on themselves, they've bought hardware, they can deploy that <coughs> and service the event without needing an outside portable yeah. restroom and, operator. And I would also say... People that listen to me, people listen to my podcast, and people that know me, it's both ends. Okay? So just because Live Nation did that, Live Nation's a very unique entity inside the entertainment and music space. AEG is not nearly as coordinated. AEG does Coachella, Stagecoach, or whatever. I don't know that they're set up with the same infrastructure to duplicate that. They're talking right now around the freshwater flushing because of what Live Nation did and the benefits. And they're asking who's got them. Where can we get them? Carter Brightman gets all my leads. And if a pro listening decides to jump into Sanitrax, you'll work with Carter Brightman and me. We'll share all the leads. It won't be a matter or a challenge of whether or not you can deploy your equipment. It will come down to your imagination of how much you can expand your equipment and buy more. As much as this may happen a couple of times, not every high-rise construction company in America is going to buy their own toilets. Many of them are going to still want to rent them. This is like the beginning of restroom trailers, when only a couple people made them and only a couple people had them. Now restroom trailers, there's six, eight manufacturers, and every size portable restroom operator has them. And I see Sanitrax and freshwater flushing as the same thing. I see this will be adopted over the next few years where every portable restaurant operator will have access to freshwater flushing. Satellite Industries is adding freshwater flushing to trailers right now. Our mall came out with something that flushes. Everyone is talking about flushing toilets. The one conversation I've not really got into in the show is the difference between recirculating flushes and freshwater flushes. The other interesting thing that's going on here, and this might be a little bit off topic, but it's relevant, is the level of formaldehyde being used to control odor. So J&J, Wallach, Satellite, tremendous amounts of formaldehyde. 
and that is anti-treatment plan. So, so that works against the biology at where you dispose of it. And I think that there is some discovery going on where trying to control odor with something like formaldehyde, which is very corrosive, by the way. So the guys using high formaldehyde also have issues with corrosive on valves, corrosives on the truck. I really think the industry needs to maybe embrace and really wrestle with what does it mean to enhance sanitation in a sustainable way. That was Jack Sims' yeah. big crusade. It's yeah. not just about the toilet. It's about what you do with the waste. And Jack made the point mm-hmm. that you can use all of that waste material to fertilize crops, providing it's properly treated and the pathogens are killed off. And you can do that with sunlight and yep. bacterial action. Yeah, I saw one where the waste goes into a sealed bag and then the sealed bag goes to a anaerobic digester. So we have a pilot that will get publicized next year. This may be letting a cat out of the bag, but it doesn't really matter. It's not really secret. Our waste can be anaerobically digested because it doesn't have all the water, right? So it's a very high concentration of waste. It's emulsified because of the pumps we use to create the vacuum. And that is ideal for either composting or anaerobic digestion. So we're actually going to be working with Live Nation to show how you can take that waste, anaerobically digest it, which creates a methane gas. You can strip the carbon dioxide out of it and feed the carbon dioxide into a greenhouse at an amphitheater that's growing organic vegetables that go into the menu that then takes the sanitation zero-net waste, zero-net water, zero-net energy, and becomes a more sustainable closed-loop system of the circular economy. We've already seen the the UK government this week said that they would ban the sale of petrol and diesel vehicles by 2030. I think we'll see the same with chemicals into the wastewater system, that there'll be an increased push to make the wastewater system as green and clean as possible. And if you can avoid using formaldehyde and all of the other chemicals Mm -hmm. that are in that network, I can see that pressure increasing quite markedly because more and more people now globally, politicians and important decision makers, are becoming increasingly aware of the sanitation debate. And it's not just about the toilet. It's about what happens after the toilet is flushed and the waste is poured away. It might take a few years for it to come into effect, but I can see the time where toilet chemicals will not be allowed in many jurisdictions in their current form. I've heard this rumor. It's hard for me being 30 years in believing it could ever happen. But I think you had him on your podcast. David Pitkin from Portaclear. David Pitkin yeah. from Portaclear. Yeah. I listened to that episode. I've had a couple interactions with him. That is some interesting stuff that basically, in one fell swoop, solves exactly everything we just discussed. It, it does. And I know because that Ryan at Acadian Sanitation has been using Porter Clear in his toilets, and he won't go back. He tells me it's the best thing he's ever done. I also remember him from your podcast, and he was on one of my podcasts. And when Laura came through, you, you mentioned earlier that he bought some more toilets because of Laura. Full disclosure to everyone listening, I was involved in that, helping him as a young operator understand how to connect with the disaster people and how the whole thing works. I've done a couple of disasters myself. He was pretty excited. And here's a young, small operator growing his business. And the thing about Ryan is he's open to these discussions. He's not biased and predisposed to think, oh, it's got to go this way. 
He's actually open to everything. And that's what I would encourage all your listeners to continue to tune into the Get Flush and continue to be involved in this conversation. But how do we work together to innovate, look at new ideas, face the challenges? Ross Ambrose and I were talking, and he's a smaller operator. He doesn't have the marketplace nor the funds right now to invest in Sanitrax. Fine. But what he thought of was a group of people like him in a co-op where they all put up the money they could put up. And as a group, that can buy the Santa tracks, and then they all have access to it in a region. I can see that model working. I'll just go back to Ryan. I had an hour on the phone with Ryan on Sunday. I'm living in the RV at the moment. We're pitched up on a campsite um, just outside Christchurch. But Ryan's also got a really big 30-foot RV. So we've been swapping notes about making the Mm -hmm. van work, etc., But he phoned me on Sunday and he said, Pete, you know, I've bought a whole new fleet of toilets and I've paid cash. I've not had to borrow money for them. And I know that that was a result of the work that you helped him set up for Hurricane Laura. So that's a great story. But the biggest news he shared was that he's gone full time. He's given up his job as a turner fitter Uh, in the welding shop and he's now a full time portable restaurant operator. What a great story. Look at that. He was prepared to ask for advice and help and he reached out and we managed to hook him up with yourself and with other people in the business. And he's making a great game of it. He's really enjoying himself. It's fantastic to hear. The other side of that equation is I showed him how to explode his business and it was too much. He's like, listen, I got to pull back. He pulled back to hear that he bought the next set for cash and he quit his job. Those were part of his internal dreams. That's oh, what Dave, he wanted and it to gets, do. It gets better than that because the company he was working for, he told me because of COVID, their order books down and they laid off a number of staff the week after Ryan left. But the fact that Ryan left meant that one of his good friends was able to keep his job. And that was the bit he was most pleased around. You know, he's a genuinely good guy. I love him to bits. And I've got an open invitation for a bowl of gumbo and to get my RV over there and park up in his trailer yard. (laughs) Well, well, listen, I'm going to tell you something. I know you're restricted for travel, and and I appreciate you saying that you would have been here already. But I will be offended if I don't get an invitation to that event where you're eating that gumbo. I've actually talked to Ryan about making the gumbo with him. Like, I want to be there at the kitchen cutting the whatever I got to cut. I'll do whatever is needed, uh, Dave, but I want to make the gumbo with him. He sent me some pictures. This gumbo pot, honestly, we could have got in it and used it as a spa. It was the biggest cast iron mm. bowl I've ever seen. And they'd got it rigged up. And he said there was a, a band playing at the campsite and they had the gumbo and beers. I just can't wait for all this travel drama to be over because you know I'm going to be there. If you haven't connected with me on Facebook, you can go to Facebook and sometime right around that disaster, Laura, whatever it was, I went over and I went to his local meat shop. I came with a bunch of steaks. I think I got him some Maker's Mark, a bunch of this and that. I stayed in the hotel that night. I didn't stay at the camper, but we barbecued. We sat around. We listened to live music. Ryan in Louisiana and those people, they're good for the soul. So as much as this episode is about giving us our due because we're the sponsor and the deeper conversation, I really appreciate that for sure. I don't want to minimize that at all. But I think the underlying value of my life, I think of your life, and you and I have talked and bantered around the idea of maybe writing the Get Flush playbook, just to put all this stuff down and, yeah, we've got and lots show of guys, how to can. show people how to do it. Yeah. And, you know, I'd love to keep working on you with that. But I'm going to tell you that I care about this business and this industry beyond Sanitrax. It's, it's not about promoting Sanitrax. I'm not really worried about that because you'll either participate 
or I'll send you a postcard or a box of tissues. It's coming. It is coming no matter what. It's not about promoting a product or a brand. It's about talking about enhanced sanitation for the betterment of humanity. And that's really what Get Flushed is all about for me anyway. And, you know, that was the difference that the Sanitrack sponsorship has made, that it's helped me buy some proper equipment so the audio quality is really good. It's helped me publish 30 episodes, and I was only ever going to publish 6 or 12 at the very most. And it's given me an appetite to come back next year, Dave. And we've spoken off air. We've got some great plans for next year for content and different ideas. Talking with Jack Sim and Fred in Uganda last week has made me realise there's a whole world outside portable sanitation. And who knows, season two may be called Get Flushed, the sanitation podcast. Because even though we're 30 episodes in, we've only just scratched the surface, Dave. There's so much more material and so many more PROs and suppliers and operators and users that we haven't spoke to yet. I'm really excited. So listen, I'm going to make you an offer anytime you want. I'd like to have you on video on follow your process. You'd make a great guest. I'd love to have you on. Let's do that. On the 10th of December, I'm taking part in a webinar with Service Corps. They've asked me to talk about trends in portable sanitation in 2021. And I'll come at that. I know they covered that at the PSA conference last week, but I'll come at that from a different, independent and unique perspective. I'm not tied to anyone. I say Sanitrax International every week, two or three times, but you've never set the agenda for me, Dave. You've never asked me to say anything or cover a particular angle. You've given me... If you enjoy Get Flushed, please do your bit to help me grow the audience. All you have to do is tell one family member, friend, colleague or stranger about the show and encourage them to listen in. Get Flushed is available on all major podcast platforms, most of the smaller platforms and through our homepage, getflushed.online. If you want to support the show financially, you can sign up as a patron at patreon.com forward slash getflushed. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash getflushed where a very modest monthly donation will get you early access to every episode and unlock bonus content that's not available anywhere else. Thank you for your time. I've been Pete, and you've been listening to Get Flushed. Get Flushed.